Jamie Nye, Drew Romanda with you here on the Green Zone. Coming up in a little bit, drop the gloves with Drew Romanda. We'll talk some hockey as a good friend of his. Not too happy with his hockey team right now. That's unacceptable. We're up 3-1. Uh, we're maybe not playing our best, but the stupidity that went into that loss is beyond explainable. You, Todd McClellan of the LA Kings, uh, not too blunt. happy. He can be blunt. Well, Drew Doughty was also not happy with the effort of the team after the 3-1 lead. Uh, what, what, what was it that uh, Doughty was talking about uh, last night? I think we got guys in this room who are too worried about themselves and worried about their points and worried about stuff like that. We get a 3-1 lead tonight, and you know, guys start thinking it's a, it's a cookie night, and we stop playing the way we know how to play, have an awful second period, and then aren't much better in the third. Uh, it's about the team. It's not about yourself. And a lot of guys on this team will need to realize that. One of the main reasons, uh, well, there's two main reasons the Oilers are in third right now in the division in the Pacific. They're on a 14-game winning streak, and the Kings have only won two of their last uh, 10 games. Uh, so we'll have more coming up when we drop the gloves. But right now, it's time for football at four. Football at four with Britton Gray. Dallas told me he really wanted me to wait for that last little thunk before I came in. He put a lot of effort in that intro for you, Britton. I hope you appreciate it. I do 100% that. Don't let a day go by that I don't appreciate what we did on this program to get the football at four intro changed to that. Uh, All righty. Rider news. Philip Blake is coming back with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the veteran offensive lineman, I I will say, is a welcome re-addition to the offensive line. I think so. He's going to shore up whatever position they play him at on the offensive line. It'll be interesting this offseason to see if Jeremy O'Day and the Riders are still kind of set in stone with how they wanted the offensive line last year. Two American tackles and then three Canadians inside. They, they, were, they weren't getting off that no matter what, despite you calling for Philip Blake to play tackle. Yes, over <laughs> and over and over and over again because, you know, he played left tackle for the Grey Cup champion at Toronto Argonauts. What was it? Uh, six of the six final games of the year and did pretty darn good. So I thought, yeah. you know. Maybe with all the injuries to tackle, you might want to shift him out there, but you know. But they bring him back, and hopefully he's healthy this year. That's the thing with Philip Blake, his kind of time in Saskatchewan, both stints, he's dealt with injuries. He was uh, had the broken leg in 2019, missed a lot of time. Obviously, the torn peck last year missed a lot of time. If they can get him for a majority of games, hopefully all of them, this upcoming season, I think you will see a big improvement in the offensive line play, which... There was slight improvement after being historically bad the season prior. Yes. Uh, couldn't have gone any worse. And if it did, oh, boy. <laughs> it uh, can always get worse, Jamie. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, the la- it, it can't be worse than the last two seasons, can it? The way it ended? 0-14, seven straight losses to end each season? There's no way, right? There's no way. Hey, the Detroit Lions I, I, at one point was 0-16, and now look at where they're at. You have to go through the darkness sometimes to get to the other end. 
how long does the darkness last? I mean, only... <laughs> it can last a long time. <laughs> it's Drew. only been two years. They're in the West final like two seasons ago. It's only been two years of misery. And it's Too a long. But the thing is, it was the six and five starts both years. So there was that, okay, we got a team. They're competitive. They're in the mix. And then two straight years of complete abject failure down the stretch run, which <laughs> nobody could believe. What's also hurt the riders is that they've dealt with their most, uh, I guess, successful run, right? Like at the 07 Grey Cup 2013. This is an organization that doesn't win a lot of Grey Cups. Mm-hmm. So the fans, everyone a little spoiled here in terms of football. Well, now it's spoiled. Two wins. Hey, now. When you compare it to the rest of the riders' history. Two Grey spoiled. Cups in 17 years in a nine-team league is about what you should have. <laughs> Let's and that's forget about two positive. wins in the previous 98. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, most successful run. Yeah. So Measurements of success are different for different franchises, Jamie. I just cannot believe you just called writer fans you know, what they like what the last gotten. two years spoiled. <laughs> hey, the Dallas Cowboys haven't been to an NFC Championship oh, game in 30. Nearly true. 30. That's so true. haven't yeah. been to a great cup in a decade. Ten years haven't been to a Grey Cup. That's Last wild. time they were there you know was what? 2013. Not one. The Dallas not Cowboys have appearance. never been to a Grey Cup either. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys never been to a Grey Cup. <laughs> when was the last time they were in the Super Bowl? 95. What a 95. great year that was. Ooh, it's been a, a while. A little bit of a drought. You were two. You can't even remember that. Just, just the documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's shift to the National Football League. Uh, Britain's uh, taking off to the tropics uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow. And when I say that, going? he's going to Calgary. It's going to be like 10 degrees. Though. Oh. <laughs> Tropical um, 10 degrees, Drew. <laughs> the patios might be open. Uh, Get the heater on. AFC-NFC championship game. Let's start with your favorite quarterback, Brock Purdy. Is he going to win the NFC championship and get the 49ers to the Super Bowl against the Detroit Lions? Can I hedge this pick in that it depends yes. if Debo Samuel plays? Yes. Come on, he's not that important. Uh, apparently he is. When Debo Samuel either does not play or does not finish a game, the Niners yeah. are one in four, yeah. I think, over this stretch. And dominant with him. Didn't the, weren't some of those games, didn't Christian McCaffrey miss some of those games too, though? Weren't they both yeah. out for one or two of those? So come on. Let's, but, I think so. Um, I, thought, I was talking about Debo a, Samuel here. I don't know where but, Christian McCaffrey had to come in here, Jamie. <laughs> back in week, back in week six, he has a he fractures that shoulder, and I do believe this is the same shoulder that he's injured uh, again. And he's got limited movement. He's struggling with range of motion, and it's quote murky whether he plays or not. I think it's it's a huge issue if Debo plays or not, and it, it will change the fortunes of the Niners. So you're going Lions if Debo does not play, 49ers if Debo does play. Yes. I think that the D- Detroit Lions believe in themselves more than anyone else believes in them, and they're they're looking good. They're uh, What are they, biting at kneecaps? Was that what Dan Campbell said back in his opening mm-hmm. press yep, conference? Yep. Once a team that's going to bite at the kneecaps, and they, they are doing that. I talked about it Monday. Go back and listen to Dan Campbell's post-game speech after they beat the Buccaneers and what he says. And coaches never miss an opportunity to message, ever. They get a chance to message somebody, they will do it. 
And he says a couple of things in there. Can I play it? One, I'll play it right now. Yeah, play it. Play it. It's, you, it's, guys, it's, you guys are unbelievable, man. I, I'm telling you, we talked about it all, all year. This started a long time ago. You're built for this. You're built for this, man. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the what? It's another f***ing hype team that we knocked off. It's the next hype team that you knock off. Do you know how hard it is to win this f***ing league in the playoffs? Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? That's two. All right? That's two. We got two to go. With a bye in the middle. With a bye in the middle. I'm unbelievably proud of everybody in here, man. Coaches, players, that's a way to mount up, man. That's not a, that's a, that's a f***ing difficult team to beat, man. There's Dan, so the, Dan Campbell. The two things that he says there are really key. You're built for this. And then he also said, do you know what you're capable of? When we talk belief systems... You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in the guy next to you. You have to believe in, especially in a game like football. That's messaging 101 so good by Dan Campbell because it's heartfelt, but it certainly gives the guys that belief in, one, you look how long we have taken to get here, like Britton was talking about, and we're now built for this. We put in the time, and two, do you know what you're capable of? In other words, there's still more you can give. It was beautiful messaging, and it was it was exact. When you're look, talking about a coach, that's coaching right there. Lions 49ers. Uh, Britain's uh, riding the fence on this one. Uh, that Niners both team teams. is so good He's taking, when they're all healthy. Yeah, Even Brock Birdie, right, Britain? Even Brock Birdie. Top 15 quarterback in the league. <laughs> Okay, I'll let's go. To the- I'll, I'll give Brock credit though. I'll give Brock credit for the end. The end of the game when he the the, the, the winning drive, he was pretty special then. Yes, the rest he was of the pretty game special. Yeah, eh. <laughs> you take the wins though. Take them as they uh-huh. come. That's, what, that's uh-huh. all that matters in just the playoffs. To, as uh, Jameis Winston said, just eat the W's. Um, AFC Championship <laughs> game: Bills and or the Bills, the Chiefs and the Ravens. No one's beating the Chiefs, are they? Despite as much as they look like they shouldn't be as good, no one's beating the Chiefs. Just Patrick Mahomes seems to be too special in playoffs. It's, it's, I was thinking the same thing. We were talking yesterday about this. And they're. The, I'm sorry. I dismissed them too early. In the day. Well, they're not as good. They're not. Their D's aren't in the, isn't as great. His receivers aren't as good. And they keep winning. This is going to be one of the greatest matchups we've seen quarterback-wise in a few years between two greats. So it'll Lamar, be Lamar is going to be the MVP. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is trying to uh, go and win his third Super Bowl and his fourth uh, AFC Championship game. Yeah. Uh, it is, is, but you're going He's Chiefs. Not, huh? Going Chiefs. He, he, Britain's going Chiefs. I, I, I just. I picked against yeah. the Chiefs for so yeah. long. I just I have to pick them this time around. Every year I was I've been year. in the AFC Championship game. Every but year he started. But I tell you what, I was so impressed with Baltimore when we saw him on on Christmas Day. The pressure they bring from the ends. This is maybe one of the best defenses he's played against. The pressure that they have on their front seven. The fact that Lamar is Lamar and can extend plays. And their run game is not mm. shy at all. Their run game is strong. 
It may not come down to Patrick and Lamar. May come down to their may come down to their D and their running backs. Yeah, this might be a this might be a seventeen fourteen football game with two yeah. great quarterbacks going head to head. So you got uh, Chiefs and Lions or the Niners, depending on Debo Samuel in the Super Bowl. The Debo clause, as I like to put it. Okay, just just pick one. Just say it. Who's gonna win? Debo, no Debo. You no. think he's that important to this game? He absolutely he is. is. No, he is. 49ers he's absolutely win. Absolutely, 100%. 49ers win either way. Yeah, but you, Lions you don't cover. Have, you you don't, don't believe in Detroit. You haven't believed in Detroit exactly. all year. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, Britain. Good for you. That's all <laughs> on it. Exactly right. You've been praying for the Lions' downfall for weeks so that you could be right again. <laughs> nope. Did not happen. We'll talk when on you gonna, Tuesday when, when you return. When are you going to talk to us? When are you going to talk to us and tell us you were wrong about the Lions? You say it. Come on, Fonzie. When they say when, wrong. When they're having a parade. That's when I'll say. <laughs> oh, now, oh, now it's parade. Now it's parade. They're going to get knocked out before the playoffs. They're not going to make it. Then they got an easy schedule. Then it's now they're not going to win this game. And now it's parade. Well, yeah, the it's refs the refs helped the Rams lose the game against the Lions. <laughs> and, then, and then they got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Anybody was going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to make the NFC Championship game. Anybody. And now San Francisco might not get Debo Samuel. Do you know how important he is to the San Francisco 49ers? <laughs> He's all that matters. It's like a cakewalk for them to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> then they get to actually play a real team and lose to the Chiefs or the uh, Ravens. <laughs> Pretenders, the uh, Detroit Lions. I hope you're charging the Lions rent for where they they're living in your head right now, Jamie. Okay, that boy, that a boy, Britain. I agree, pal. This is the Green Zone on 980 <laughs> CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie and I drew Amanda with you. A couple of years ago, it was the weekend Super Bowl halftime show. I forgot who this year's Super Bowl halftime show was until like just the other day, and uh, I saw it on social media. I'm like, oh yeah, forgot about Sasha? that. Yeah, it's Usher. Usher, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't name an, an Usher song to save my life. Hey, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> really? Is or I yeah, you just saying. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a great tune. Yeah, sounds like a great tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look up Usher songs right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Um, that's it. That's all I know. That's all I got for Usher uh, for the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. Won't be no green day. I know that much. As we get to the one-minute drill, the latest in sports, the Rough Riders have re-signed. Philip Blake, the veteran offensive lineman, returns uh, for his Second season with the green and white in his second go around with the Rough Riders after missing most of last year with a pictorial injury in the NHL tonight. The Edmonton Oilers will try to stay red hot. They have won 14 straight going into tonight's game. They host the league's worst team, the Chicago Blackhawks. The Boston Bruins take on Ottawa. The Calgary Flames entertain the Columbus Blue Jackets and Patrick Waugh and his New York Islanders are in Montreal tonight. Coming up next, we'll drop the gloves with Drew Remenda and the uh, problems in Los Angeles all of a sudden. The Kings on a slide. Mm-hmm. Big one. Todd McClellan called his team stupid last night. That's next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.
I'm Sammy Nye. He's Drew Romenda. This is a Thursday afternoon on the Green Zone as uh, the temperatures uh, starting to uh, climb above normal uh, for this uh, time of year. Plus temperatures on the horizon. Maybe even like plus double digits in some areas on the prairies coming. Wow. On the prairie, not maybe not Saskatchewan, but like Britain's going to Calgary, where they're expecting like 10 or 11 degrees. Uh, but usually, usually you'll see, you know, like Medicine Hat or something like that, or, and Maple Creek and down in that area, all of a sudden hit those type of temperatures. But uh, Regina, seven degrees is a high maybe next week. Saskatoon, five. Could break some records in the uh, historical weather in Saskatchewan. Don't, don't, don't. I see what you're doing. You're looking at the weather in San Jose. Stop it. Let's just no, talk I'm not, hockey. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm actually making Now, here's a long and the short of it. Last night. I hate hockey. And I don't like it. figure out who it was. Time to drop the clubs. We're losing. They're burying us alive. But, hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Okay, Drew Romenda, uh, the uh, Edmonton Oilers face a trap game tonight against the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. And, man, I, I just I just need it to happen. There's too many Oilers fans who are just walking around here just so annoying. Yeah, they are, absolutely, and they always have been. But <laughs> Win or lose. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. They're annoying one way or the other. It's not, it's not whatever. <laughs> You guys go do what you're going to do. It. You and I have been right about the Oilers since day one of this season, which was they're going to win they the never, Stanley Cup. We we never said that. I did. Um, did you say that? Did you I call said. It? I was like, I this is going to be the year. McDavid's got to do it at some point in his career. He's got to do it. He's just too damn good not to win. You go through the really? list of superstars in the NHL. And they all win. They all win. At least but, one. Let me ask you a question, though. That's not that's that's not true, by the way. Well, there's lots of superstars who have not won at least one. Your boys never didn't win one. They they didn't, and they were great. When you great look at players. the the top 10, 20 players in NHL history, I would say. What I think all all of them have won. All of them have won. How I, I or don't go back. I, yeah, I'm not going like back to Gretzky how or I mean and, it was six. It was a sixteen league. I mean, if you just for crying out loud, I'm not Lemieux, going back there. Go back. Ovechkin go back got to, one. Like go back to go back to when say Wayne came in the league, and then and then go from there. But I will say this: I mean, we always gauge people on championships. Are they any less of a of a of a great player if they didn't win a championship? No. So, but great ones, you know, it, it's it's when you look at the generational talents that have come through, they win, and that's why I just like McDavid's going to win one. He's He's got Ray, to. Would Ray Bork would Ray Bork so have been good. of any less a player no. if he didn't get traded? To but Colorado? I wouldn't so, say yeah, Ray so. Bork was a generational player. Like Ray Bork was one of the greatest defensemen to yeah, ever play. Absolutely, he was. Yeah. So, I mean, generational. I mean that that word gets tossed around all the time. But 
Would Sydney have been ever any less of a player? Yes, he would. No. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anyway, we said when the owners were going through what they were going through, we talked about they didn't get their heads ever out of the second round of losing to Vegas. We won two games against Vegas and came really close in the third one, and then that, therefore we should win. And the media feeds that narrative. Leon comes out with cup or bus, which is fine. That's what you should be saying. We all came back early to play. Guess what? Every team comes back early, gets on captain's ice. I got bad news for all you other fans. Like that was something special because it wasn't. Every team does it. Um, then they they went actually way lower than we thought they were going to do. But even during that time, we said they were going to be a playoff team. They were just too good not to be a playoff team. And they would get it together because the season is a long season. It's 82 Long games. But they're losing tonight to Chicago Blackhawks, so uh, just... Because it's a trap game. Trap game. All right. Looking past their opponent. Uh, But there was a game last night, 3-1. LA Kings lead the Buffalo Sabres after one period of play. Big night for Ange Kopitar. They're doing the whole thing. Uh, One of the greats uh, in LA Kings history is Ange Kopitar. The greatest people ever, too. I've never met him, but you have. He's fantastic. And then they blew it. Uh, Buffalo scores two in the second, scores two in the three, two in the third, and it's a five-three loss uh, for the LA Kings. That's unacceptable. We're up three-one. Uh, we're maybe not playing our best, but the stupidity that went into that loss is beyond explainable. The LA Kings were in third place with the Golden Knights and the Canucks. They're right near the Pacific. Now they are having a hard. Hard time to win consistent uh, consistently. Two wins in their last ten. What is it? Three in their last. Three in their last fifteen. 15. In the last fifteen, they're three, seven, and five. They've lost five overtime games. And of course, when you say the last fifteen, the Oilers are fourteen and one in the last fifteen right. games, and have jumped over the LA Kings for third. Yeah. That's how it is flipped. What is going wrong in Los Angeles? And there are some out there talking about: Could there be a coaching change with the LA Kings? if Todd can't turn this thing around? Um, Rob Blake and Todd McClellan are very close. Very close. And they have mutual respect and admiration for each other. But maybe. The question is, who are you going to go get? Uh, Kopitar, by the way, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games where he hadn't scored until last night. That's the first goal in 12 games. That's not their issue. So the second goal for Buffalo was a turnover in the offensive zone at the offensive zone blue line where I think it was uh, Leferrier just flipped the puck and went off a shin pad breakaway goal. The third goal, to tie it up, go watch it. Watch Gavrikov. I have the shot blocking thing, but shot blocking is a thing. I have an argument with it, but shot blocking is a thing. If you are going to be in that lane, get in that lane. Jamie, he literally turns away from the shot. Perfect job screening Cam Talbot, and then it's a goal. The fourth goal was a scrum in the corner. Working, working, working. Buffalo kicks it uh, out from the scrum. And two Buffalo Sabres get off the boards into the net before any Los Angeles came. The Los Angeles Kings had a, had a or have an identity. 
and they were playing to it very, very, very well, which was um, one three one one two two in the neutral zone. They clogged up the neutral zone. They took your time and space away, and they played heavy D. And they would, if you dumped it in, they had the one three one where the guy would go back and pick it up, and then bang, they were right out of the zone and on they they were on their way. They I, they've gotten away from that. They've gotten away from that, and it's like Drew Doughty said. People thought at three one it was cookie time. All right, here we go. We're back. It's Buffalo. We're here. We go. Trap game, Buffalo. And uh, <laughs> see, it does exist. Yes, yeah, it exists. Exists. All right. <laughs> um, so they got sloppy. They 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 and they have stopped because I watch a lot of their games. They have stopped playing to their identity. And but when you have Doughty and Kopitar, two leaders, two Stanley Cup champions. And after a game, and they uh, all this streak long, as the leaders, they get talked to more than anybody else in that locker room. And they're saying, we got to be better, we got to be better. And then the direction goes to the coach going, oh, maybe they... And that's what it goes to with Chris Knobloch and Jay Woodcroft. Knobloch all of a sudden got their attention saying probably most of the same things Jay same Woodcroft thing. is saying. Like, why Absolutely. aren't the players paying attention to Kopitar and, and Doughty? Why isn't it that issue going, come on? If the rest of the group is getting lazy and stupid, according to Todd McClellan, because they they get lazy and stupid, and so you you have to whip them out of it. You have to. Now, a lot of times, I've, I've said this before. You, you you start playing better before you start winning again. The Kings haven't reached that. By the way, they're goaltending as much as I hate to say it, because I love Cam Talbot, but their goaltending's been an issue. The uh, big save Dave and Cam just aren't clicking right now. But overall, it 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 takes because the year's so up and down, and there's a lot of few factors that go into it from travel to practice, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes you can't tell the guy. You got to keep showing him and showing him, showing him, and you got to get out and work on it. And they haven't had with their travel schedule and their games and the, and the amount of games they've had lately, they haven't been able to get out and work on it. One of the biggest problems in the National Hockey League is there's zero, very sorry, zero, but very, very little practice time. And that matters. And plus, you know what? The way, I think I've talked to you about this, the way teams practice now, well, the way teams practice, period, there's no precision in their practices, none whatsoever. Great coaches smart as can be about the game of hockey can break the game down like nobody else's business, but their practices have nothing to do with what happens in a game and what ails the team. You don't get those practices anymore. You can't go in and you, they do drills on all these flow drills and everybody's moving and like a shot here and a pass there and a kick it back. Here comes a rebound and coach shoots it in and it's too much flow. Because the game isn't that much when it's flow. It is still stop and start. But defensive zone coverage, neutral zone plays, entering the zone on rushes, things like that, there's zero precision. It drives me absolutely batty. And when I talk to coaches about it, they get mad because they think I'm insulting them about their coaching, which I guess I am. <laughs> but not you, not you their coaching, just their practices. Their practice. Practice. We're talking about practice. But you look at the specificity that you need to have and, and the precision you need to have in a football game. I know it's a different game, but it's not the different concept. 
and how they practice versus how NHL teams practice. NHL teams look good. Look at those guys. Boy, can they ever skate. But it doesn't transfer. You practice. You have to practice the way you want your team to play. And teams just don't have the time. They don't have the energy. And they don't have the schedule allows them to do it. Well, we'll see how what this race turns into. Of course, law of averages, hot and cold, right? I, I 82 games. 82 games. There's going to be a time when it's going to be the LA Kings win 7-10 and the Oilers lose 7-10 in the coming weeks and months ahead. Uh, that's just the reality of sport. When you get to this point, uh, you're probably going to be about that average on wins and losses down the stretch run. But... L.A. all of a sudden has dropped to fourth uh, in the Pacific Division. And they're kind of, instead of looking above, they're starting to look behind them. Behind, sure they are. And that's the other problem. You get in in your own head. uh, Coming up, our game of the night here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. I'm Jamie Nye. He's Drew Romenda. This is the Green Zone. Our game of the night. It's going to be the biggest upset in NHL history tonight. The Chicago Blackhawks against the Edmonton Oilers is the uh, game of the night. As they go for 15 straight games. Love it. 4-2 final with an empty net for the Chicago Blackhawks. That's... Well, you don't believe call me? right there. You don't no, believe I'm, me? I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm loving the fact that you're bold on the call. That's a big call right there. I'm trying to speak this into existence. That's all I'm trying to do. It's, it's, can you, you speak things people, into existence? Yeah, a lot of people believe you can. A lot of people believe that that you can. If you speak it, it shall happen. If you keep speaking it, it will happen. Who was I was just reading somebody about that the other day. I'm thinking Donald oh, Trump. No. <laughs> Did you see what he said? Well, never mind. Oh, <laughs> no. get a, never, never I'm mind. way more interested in Justin Trudeau's clapping than I am with anything Donald Trump's. <laughs> check out the video. Yeah. Check out the video of our prime minister clapping on my Twitter account at Jamie Nye at the Ottawa Boston uh, Professional Women's Hockey League game last night. Um, I appreciate someone said uh, it looks like he's trying to like make his Baby. daughter la- laugh or something by clapping. Yeah. He looks a, like a lunatic a little bit when he's like. Was that one? The one headline said it looks like either the the animatronics or or went wrong, or is he, he's clapping like a drugged up seal. So, politicians, you know what politicians should do? Don't go out in public. Just stay home. You're all weird. And it's the JT Jinx. Right when I saw him put on the jersey, the Ottawa jersey, I'm like, they're going to lose. (laughs) What are you doing? It's an automatic L giving a politician a jersey before a game. It's 100%. Automatic. But politicians are so weird. And I don't care if you're listening. I don't care. I think you're weird people. It's just nuts. Just stay home and just try to do a better job than you're doing. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Is that so hard to do? Is that just a little bit? A we do a better job, job every every day we're on. We do a better job than we did yesterday. Here's the latest in sports. Oilers uh, going for 15 straight games. Uh, they'll be disappointed against the Chicago Blackhawks uh, tonight. 
Uh, you also have the Ottawa Senators hosting the Boston Bruins. The Montreal Canadiens welcoming, welcoming Patrick Waugh. And the uh, New York Islanders and the Flames have the Blue Jackets at the Saddle Dome tonight. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders bringing back Philip Blake. The veteran offensive lineman has re-signed with the team. Coming up next, the legend of John Huffnagel in Calgary is over. What legacy does he leave the Stampeders as he steps aside as president? That's next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.